the Yankees' immediate future is blurred after the Jason Dominguez injury. So, what can the team do now? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. The show is sponsored by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on? Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks so much for clicking. Of course, the Yankees got rained out yesterday in Boston, so we do have a preview of the doubleheader today. Don't forget day game, night game. Got a split one today. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We also have to continue a conversation from yesterday about Estevan Florial because there's a whole new wrinkle into this rocky saga that is already uh thrown a new loop into it we'll talk about that here in just a second we're also going to talk about it here in this first segment stacy because we need to continue another conversation jason dominguez out as we know tommy john surgery announced after the game on sunday we obviously talked about it uh, a little bit yesterday but we also wanted to go into what happens now what options do the yankees actually have and stacy i wanted to start this conversation off because I, I this can go in a multiple multiple directions but i wanted to start this conversation with a very simple question because this immediately impacts the yankees obviously for this september but for 2024. so my question to you stacy are the yankees trying to win in 2024 because that is how that's how the path is set Ooh. ah uh, i don't know i don't I don't know, because we've been talking about how we thought 24 was going to be similar to 23 and there'd be growing pains, you know, um, but I feel like this is a pretty big blow. You know, they put Bader on waivers that he went to Cincinnati. They kind of cleared space for Jason Dominguez and was like, you know what? We're going to make your time sooner <laughs> and give you the chance to audition for 24. And now he's going to be out a bunch of 24 depending on when the surgery is, what the surgery is, because they're also talking about that brace surgery that Trevor Story got as opposed to the Tommy John. They're still not sure what they want to do with Dominguez. And if they're attempting to win in 2024, uh, we're not going to see anything until free agency happens and see what kind of moves they make Yeah, in that so, sense, right? So that's why I'm thinking here that that sets up the path. Because if they're not trying to win in 2024, and to be frank, maybe that's the smart move. We can obviously talk about that way more in depth. But let's say they're not trying to win next season, right? Let's say they're they're taking next season as as a gap year. They're traveling abroad, and they're mm -hmm. just gonna just gonna vibe, right? Let let's let's go on that path. Um, okay. So the immediate question here is who plays center, right? Mm -hmm. They have some options. Uh, they don't have a ton in-house. Right now, it looks like Everson Pereira is up next season, right, because of this. Mm -hmm. uh, that's if they do nothing, right, with their immediate or their immediate roster right here. Everson Pereira could play center. Aaron Judge could play center. 
Estevan Florial, weirdly enough now, could play <laughs> center. Again, we're going to talk about Florial a little bit later. Obviously, yeah. Stanton's not playing center. No. Um, so really, in-house, right now, guys that you at least feel semi-comfortable, it's it's Pereira and, and Judge with Florial's future in question right now. Um, so if you put Pereira in center, that now leaves the question, who goes to left? Is it Judge? Are you banking on Oswaldo Cabrera having a bounce back season? Like, where does Cabrera fit into this whole conversation, this whole equation? And if you're looking for options right now, AAA options, at this very moment, at this recording, the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders have three outfielders. And two of them won't be with the team next year. Two of them won't be in the organization in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So that leaves Brandon Lockridge, who's a former top 30 prospect. He has not really uh, put it together with the Rail Riders. Uh, he has struggled at AAA. Mm -hmm. So they don't have a ton here in-house, which I think is is kind of, again, setting up our conversation here in, in a few minutes about Esteban Florial in a big, big way. Because, right. um, you know, you know, Franchi Cordero, you know, Billy McKinney, like these are one-year deals. So... They're, they're up to the free agent gods here at this point. So given these options, Stacey, in-house, I don't know how, how you're looking at it. I can't read your mind. We haven't talked about it yet. But in my mind, that's not contending in 2024. No. No. I also had a really weird thought. Um, would they, if they're punting in 2024 and having a gap year, do they bring back IKF and think, hey, he played some outfield in 2023. Maybe we can put him out in the outfield again in 2024. Yeah, I mean, I was considering that. I mean, if you're looking at the rest of the free agent landscape, there are better outfield options than IKF. So mm -hmm. I don't think that would be that would have too much legs. They would go after that or they would maybe consider it and then look at the rest of it and go, you know what? Not worth it. Not worth it. We can get a, a no offense to IKF, but we can get a real bona fide outfielder at this point defensively to help us out. Um, mm -hmm. That'll have roughly around the same bat. You know, like it's it's not uh, you're not going to take a massive hit, but you, you have a, an upside defensively with some of those guys. Um, some of those guys I did want to talk about here today, Stacey, free agent wise. We're not talking about guys that have club um, player or mutual options. So, no, we are not talking about Cody Bellinger right now. That's TBD. So the guys mm -hmm. that we know, no ifs, ands or buts who are going to become free agents after the World Series. Here's just a, a random list. They're not ranked. They're not, you know, they're kind of cherry picked. I just kind of picked some guys, just some names. There's obviously a lot more. Some of the names I picked, Jock Peterson, Teoscar Hernandez, Hunter Renfro, J.D. Martinez, Tony Kemp, Jason Hayward. And then there's always the very strange outside shot of reunions with Aaron Hicks, Harrison Bader, Joey Gallo, and Andrew McCutcheon. They will mm. all be free agents uh, after the season. No mutuals, nothing, no options at all. When you look at this list, Ace, again, semi-cherry picked, uh, mm. that feels a little kind of punty too because we've talked about how the free agent market is not super strong this offseason. Mm -mm. I feel like, and I think people will probably yell at me when I say this, but I think out of all of those guys, I feel like Bader has the best chance. I feel like the Yankees would want to bring him back just because of the way the other guys in the clubhouse 
you know, Clark Schmidt wears his shirt every time after his games that he pitches, his post-game interviews. He's always wearing his Harrison Bader shirt. And I don't know, I feel like there could be a reunion with him with the Yankees. The weird part of that is, is, is whatever contract, if this becomes a free agent contract to try and fill some outfield holes, probably a one year. Yeah. And I highly doubt that mm. Harrison Bader wants a one year. Right. Uh, and I think he has played decently enough, granted with all the injuries and, and the uh, lack of power here in the second half. I think he's played decently enough to land a two-year contract. Um, I don't know as far as, far as a three-year, maybe a two with an option. We'll obviously dive into more of these free agents during the offseason, but I don't know. Is it possible that they re-sign Bader, keep him in center, and move Dominguez to left? Well, here's the thing too, Stace, is you run into a bit of an issue here regardless of when Dominguez comes back. Let's say when he does come back, mm -hmm. he can't throw. Maybe he can only hit. Now right. you're running into a conundrum DH-wise when you have to essentially get LeMahieu, Stanton, and potentially Dominguez all DH time, and all those guys warrant regular playing time. So yeah. you kind of running yourself into a bit of a log jam there. And that's not even, you know, going into the extremely hypothetical of shining, signing a Shohei Otani. If that <laughs> were to come to fruition, now you got all these potential DHs and you're running into a real, real issue there with playing time. Um, I think one thing that's clear after I, I looked at all this stuff and try to figure out, you know, I'm looking at the depth chart. The Yankees have a lot of stuff to do this off season. They have oh, yeah. a lot of work, rather they're trying to contend or not, they have a lot of work to do, especially now in this outfield, mm -hmm. right? Because you can't right now trust Oswaldo Cabrera. You don't know uh, when Dominguez comes back slash what he's going to be. You have no idea, right? Because seven games is nothing, yeah. right? Uh, you don't know what you're going to get out of Giancarlo Stanton. You're anticipating, frankly, not a lot. Right. Uh, so it, there, there's going to be a lot. I mean, a lot of depth signings this offseason. You're going to see a whole bunch of them on the minor league side. You're going to see those spring training invites for those like fringe dudes. You're going to see a lot of that because the Yankees depth has been absolutely depleted when IKF leaves, with Hicks released, with Bader gone, like now Dominguez and potentially Florial gone, there is there's so little depth suddenly at the you know blink of an eye in the system that you're they're gonna have to do a lot of work. It's tough. It's gonna be tough, and and the 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 Dominguez news just made it that much harder. Yeah. Let us know how you're feeling about some of these free agents, how much you're trusting guys like Oswaldo Cabrera to bounce back. Uh, again, we're going to talk about Estevan Flo Florial here in just a second. Leave your questions for Fan Mail Friday. Reply to that pinned comment here on the YouTube side. All right, let's talk about Flo in just a second. The MLB playoffs are around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to get 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is now with studs like Acuna, Freeman, and Bellinger. 
pick more or less on stats for these stars like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to a 100-time payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you could win big. I'm Stayspace826 over there, so you can connect with me. Just because your personal fantasy team isn't going anywhere doesn't mean you have to miss out on winning this season. So use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Back here on Locked On Yankees. Hey, Yankees playing a double dip today in Boston. Weather permitting, you can listen to that game on SiriusXM. Download the SiriusXM app. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. To the everydayers coming up on tomorrow's show, who is Yoshinobu Yamamoto? Some uh, headlines being made. Yankees gauging interest in an international prospect. We're going to talk about that on tomorrow's show, so make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss it. All right, Stace, we talked about it yesterday, about Estevan Florial and how the Yankees essentially ruined his Yankees career. That was kind of the crux of the whole conversation. (laughs) Let's be real. They blew it. Mm -hmm. it. Uh, But now, in a strange twist of fate, mere hours after release of said episode, the Yankees selected Flo to take Dominguez's spot. Surprisingly, because it yes. seemed like it might have been Franchi Cordero or, if he was healthy enough, Billy McKinney. Mm-hmm. Instead, the Yankees called Flo. Weird wrinkle with this now, Stacy. With Florial being selected to the 40-man, he now does not become a minor league free agent mm. because he's a major league baseball player. Right. He is a major league baseball player at this point until the Yankees DFA him. So where does that leave him in his career? Let's let's, before we get to that depth of it, Boone said that Flo was going to play quote a lot. Mm -hmm. Said that about Peraza said that about Pereira sticking to his word there. Is Flo going to play a lot Stace? I believe him now because every time he said it the last four times, it's been true. Um, So, yeah, I think so. And I think, um, you know, this could be his audition for other teams to pick him up during the offseason, you know, Um, or if he continues what he was doing in Scranton, by the way, poor Scranton, they're losing everyone. maybe the Yankees will be like, maybe we should do something with him. I mean, this whole saga is bizarre. A. Yeah. B, excuse me. B, it's um, like, it it feels like they kind of need him now. Mm -hmm. Because they put all their chips in here on Jason Dominguez at this point for center field. Yeah. Florial's kind of, necessary at this yeah. point we just spoke about the lack of depth if you cut flow out of that equation you got nothing you really got nothing let alone somebody gets hurt when stanton ultimately gets hurt next season at some point right then what you're relying on on lockridge are you taking a flyer on spencer jones at that point like that's where that's where we're talking depth like are, are you trusting aaron polensky like <laughs> Those are some massive, massive leaps of faith that the Yankees would have to make without Estevan Florial suddenly 
the 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 script has been flipped in Flo's favor in in the most bizarre way. Yeah, I feel like wouldn't it be amazing though if they call him up and he does really well in these last what is it 18 19 games and shows them in that small sample size hey if he plays every day he can actually hit the ball like sure you'll see the strikeouts we're gonna see the strikeouts but you know and, and don't expect him to do what he was doing in scranton he left scranton with 28 home runs but if you could see him getting like a hit a game maybe a home run every few games just in that little bit and you see that he's not overmatched by major league pitching maybe the yankees think to themselves huh maybe we made it maybe we made a mistake overlooking this guy and passing him over and oh my goodness we need someone just like him to play the outfield yeah i mean just think how many times he's been passed over right and not even not even by just guys in the organization i mean let's let's be real we talked a lot about call up oswald peraza he Flo should have been called up first it should have been him it should have been him in 2022 and you know, look, look, Matt Carpenter worked out. Yeah. But it probably should have been flow before Matt Carpenter. It probably should have. Again, it worked out. It worked right. out. Um but well, until until he got hurt. Until it didn't, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> until it didn't, obviously. Yeah. Uh but it's 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 so weird how in a span of you know 15 hours, yeah, it's it's you're two weeks from being a free agent to now you're a Yankee. Mm-hmm. And and the Yankees, I, if you said if he plays well, I think it doesn't really matter how much he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Yankees go out and make some free agent signings, I think flows the first forty man cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, if they need to make a forty man cut, I mean, let's be realistic. You need five outfielders on this roster with Stanton. You yeah. can't get by with four. You need five. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? Yep. So they have to do something in the offseason because there's no way you can go into the start of the year again with Brandon Lockridge as your fourth outfielder. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I think Brandon Lockridge has some talent. He put it together decently in double A. He spent a long time in double A. Uh, you know, he p- played fine, but you're, again, you're taking a massive, massive flyer on that. Again, Spencer Jones, I talked about like Spencer's not ready, man. He He played well last week. Uh, he's, he struggled to start. He's has like he has almost as much time at AAA as Jason Dominguez does. <laughs> uh, so look, that's a there's a lot of gambling there. So for my money, Stacey, I'm going to ask you this. But for my money, I think it's smart to hold on to Florial. Do you would you agree? I agree. I just think it's ironic the whole Yankees wouldn't sign Bryce Harper because they had too many outfielders, and now they're like like scraping around trying to find outfielders. It's just funny to me but also really annoying at this point sure i mean they they have more depth on the infield behind the plate on the mound they have so much depth there Mm -hmm. uh and a lot of you know if you just straight up sort the top prospects you know in the system you look at it and and outside of spencer jones right now because i'm not thinking of dominguez obviously as a prospect i'm not thinking of edison Pereira as a prospect because they're there yeah or hurt uh, so it's it's kind of weird to think about it that all of a sudden the Yankees just don't have any depth in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a serious problem. And and again, I think for my money, 
the Floreal needs to stay. He has to stay as long as he can, unless you make multiple signings in the outfield. If you're going, all right, we need Hunter Renfro, Teoscar Hernandez, and Tony Kemp uh, to give us some depth and sign them some one years that, that are a little bit higher to, to get them to come here, then maybe. But Flo is, is good depth. But remember, you can't option him anymore. He has yeah. to stay on the big league roster. If he doesn't and you want to get rid of him, you have to DFA him, and it would be the second time that the Yankees do that. So Florial would, essence, I'd imagine, elect free agency at that point because why would he stick around if he got DFA'd again? Right. So crazy. Crazy how this all changes in the blink of an eye because of the Dominguez injury. Mm -hmm. uh, let us know how you're feeling about this, how you're feeling about Florial and the Yankees' depth. We're going to step aside one more time. We come back. Double header in Boston. Let's talk about it. Here at Locked On Yankees, we think buying baseball tickets shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater shows near you. You're running out of time during this baseball season, so why not snag some quick tickets to a Yankee game while you can? They take all the work out of buying tickets, so all you do is tap a few times and you're in. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to just moments before first pitch. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for other events, too, like football, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With their lowest price guarantee and even event cancellation protection, game time is the best place to buy tickets in just a matter of seconds. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, that's code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Back now here on Locked On Yankees. Doubleheader today in Boston at Fenway. Sirius XM is the place to listen to it, download it. You can listen to the Yankees broadcast while you're at work today. So hopefully you didn't forget your headphones. Um, <laughs> Stace, doubleheader. We've only had, was it, four rainouts this year? Like, it's actually been kind of crazy how lucky the Yankees have been as far as weather. Considering all the rain we've been having lately, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I mean, I... You know, I'm on the West Coast. Angels, Dodgers, Padres had rainouts this year, like at home. So, uh, yeah. yeah, kind of bizarre, kind of bizarre in that regard. Um, <laughs> but that the, the Yankees have only had four. We've been, and, and weirdly enough, for the show, we've been super lucky because I think only one of those has fallen during the week. Other ones have been on the weekends, so yes. we're not doing shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been very strange. Um, they did turn, change things around as far as the, the pitching schedule is. So today, game one, it's going to be Randy Vasquez going. They pers pushed Clark Schmidt to Wednesday. Mm. So they give him the extra day off. Then they're going to, uh, Randy Vasquez is going to face Nick Pavetta. That's the 135 game. And then Carlos Rodon, who was slated to start game two, is still going to start game two because he'll start the night game and he'll face Cutter Crawford. That's the 7 10 game. Mm. Uh, but not a lot of double headers this year, Stace. So I'm curious to see A lineups, how we, how we see it today. Um, of course, we saw Florial was going to be batting ninth in center field uh, for the Monday game. So I'm curious to see if he plays both. Yeah. Um, they were saying how uh, Everson Pereira wasn't feeling well. We'll see if that lasts into today. And um, Oswald Peraza had a swollen knee, his left knee. So we'll see what happens with him. It's, when it rains, it pours, which is perfect because uh, it might still rain 
on Tuesday in Boston. So this doubleheader might even be yeah, questionable. Might be a, a literal wash. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I mean the the weather doesn't look great at all this week. Just period in Boston, it looks mm -mm. it looks a little rough. Yeah, there's um, just the a lineup... system that's kind of hanging over there. Really strange. I don't know what's happening, but uh, it's not like a hurricane or any remnants like that. It's just a weird weather system and there's a front that's kind of just keeping it there and that's what happened with the flooding by the way on saturday in the stadium there was a cell that just was not moving over the bronx and it was just sitting there dumping all that rain and that's why it got that crazy that quickly because it was just a deluge of water just yeah. for like an hour yeah very strange mm -hmm. um the lineup for the what ended up being a washout on monday um did have um Bowers in left field, mm. uh, of course, with the you mentioned Oswald Peraza is, uh, is out here a little bit. We'll see how long that lasts. But they put Cabrera at third base, uh, weirdly enough, and then LeMahieu over at first. So, I mean, there's a lot of you can do there shuffling wise. You could always put Bauer at first. You could always put LeMahieu at third. Um, you can kind of shuffle those guys around. Obviously, they never have. Had Oswald uh, Oswaldo Cabrera at first base this year. Remember that was like a big thing coming oh, out of right. uh, spring training. We still have never seen it. So um, as long as as Oswald is out, if it's day to day, you might see Oswaldo play first. I, I don't think that's going to be their first option because they have Bowers and they have DJ. Yeah. So, uh, but that is always an option here. Like you were saying before, they have a lot of different options for the other positions, but outfield is the one that's like. Yeah, you're not sticking DJ out there. If I see DJ LeMayhew in the outfield at any point. No, I mean, you'll see just... IKF first, obviously. Oh, yeah. But could you imagine, like, if it got that bad for the Yankees and people were just dropping like flies, you know, in uh, left field today, DJ LeMayhew, and he'd just be standing there like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it got more injury-wise, it's Franchi. And then the mm. Rail Riders will just play with two outfielders, one in left center and one in right center. <sighs> it's crazy, man. They have... Like it makes sense a little bit because obviously the the uh, Patriots are in a, a playoff run here, and so is Hudson Valley, so they can't really move guys up, right? They, and they're not going to call the Tampa Tarpons for somebody to come play in left field for the Rail Riders, <laughs> um, which last year we kind of did a little bit. Just throwing that out there, so it's not too outlandish. They have kind of done it. Uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean they they. They're limping here. They're limping to the finish line. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's just this season is I've I haven't seen anything like this since I've become an adult. You know, since I turned about twenty twenty one, I haven't seen anything like this. I mean, even the other years where they've missed the playoffs, they were still a winning team. You know, they didn't finish under 500. They weren't this bad. They were in, in last place. They were usually in third place behind two other teams. And this is just really strange to watch. And it's, there's so many things happening this year that, whew, yeah, just crazy. We'll see if the Yankees can play a little spoiler here in Boston. Again, I feel like the Yankees could be the final nail in the coffin for the Red Sox here uh, if they're able to to show up here over the next couple of days, so long as rain doesn't keep pounding here because again it's supposed to rain all week in boston and uh they're not playing again so these could be a couple of lost games here obviously they'll do everything they can to not have that situation especially with the red sox still with an outside chance 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it all transpires again. First game, 110. Uh, 135 rather second game 710 tonight we'll have plenty to talk about on tomorrow's show as well as who is yoshinobu yamamoto we'll talk about it tomorrow big name kind of tied to the yankees right now so we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show and that's going to do it for today i'm steve granado and i'm stacy gotsoulias we'll see you tomorrow